Hi, I'm Ray, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today's quest is stories to tell. My pronouns are they, them, today. Uh, and this is another episode of Solo. Uh, this is the fourth episode of Solo for this month. Um, I hope that you've been enjoying this series. We've had some pretty fucking awesome experiences so far. Um, there'll probably be more Solo uh, coming out over the next few weeks. But um, this is the last episode in this particular sprint of Solo episodes. Uh, so today we're going to be looking at stories to tell. Um, stories to tell has a bunch of ASCII art in it. So if you don't know what ASCII art is, that's where you use characters and punctuation and things on your keyboard to create art in a document. Uh, this particular one opens with seemingly a picture of mountains and possibly it's evening. I think those are meant to be stars and this might be water beneath the mountains. Unclear, but at the very least, those are mountains. Um, I think there's some more ASCII art in here. Yeah, there's some more ASCII art in here further on. Um, yeah, this game is interesting because it's another one where you can play it with different numbers of people. I'm pretty sure this is a game for one to four people. It said it somewhere in here. I'm sure of it. Yeah, up to four players. Um, yeah, uh, who is this game by, actually? Let's see if we can find the name of the person that made it in here somewhere. Interestingly, I don't see their, uh, I don't see their name anywhere on the document, which is an odd choice. I've seen a bit of that with these, um, Emotional Mecha Game Jam, uh, projects, um, people not putting their names on them, or any sort of credit section, which I don't know if those are necessarily conscious choices or whether the people have just forgotten to credit themselves. They've just focused on getting it out, um, which is fine. It's a game jam. Like they're not, they don't need to be polished, perfect games. It's just surprising to forget to put your name on a thing you made, but maybe that's just cause I come from an arts background. So yeah, crediting, I don't know, crediting is a thing that when I leave it off, it is a conscious choice to leave it off. So, I don't know. That's just sort of an interesting note. But, we'll jump into it. There's a little bit of setup, I suppose. Um, Stories to Tell is a micro-RPG intended for wonderful players. We already know this. Uh, there's no dice rolls, no GMs, no stats, and no victory. No victory is an interesting one. Um, you have yourselves, your mechs, your memories, and each other. Well, I mean... I'm alone, so we'll see how this goes for its single-player variant. Um, you will not survive this night. Keep the fire burning. Oil your rusting joints. Tell stories. To play, take turns asking each other questions from the list. I guess I'll be asking myself. Once a question has been asked of someone, it cannot be asked again. If a question asked makes the person answering uncomfortable, a different question may be substituted. This is a game about resignation remembrance resignation and remembrance rather if you find the line of questioning is growing increasingly depressing ask a question that may prompt a memory of contentment 
or joy? Okay, so that's a sort of an important question to, an important part to remember. You arrived on this uninhabited planet 1D four months ago. I'm going to go with four months just for ease. Um, then you can roll a D6 to decide. Uh, you arrived on this planet, uninhabited planet, four months ago as insert from list. Um, I'm going to go with... So the options are explorers, invaders, colonists... Carpetbaggers, which is an American term that I am only tangentially familiar with. I think it is... I'm not super clear on what it means or its origins. I think it has something to do with slavery, possibly? Or maybe the Reconstruction period? I'm not really sure. I'm not going to pick that one. Marooned or scientists? Immediately explorers, marooned and scientists jump out to me. I think I'll go with marooned. Yeah, four months ago, marooned. I have a little notepad to note things down with. Cool. Your name is, and there's a huge list. I won't read them all out, but ones that speak to me, uh, me immediately. Um, Felix is kind of cool. Prospect, Nova, Pax. Psalm is a really wild choice. Waverly's cool. But I think I'll go with Lynx. My pronouns are going to be they, them, just freeze. Your mech is... Choose three adjectives. Wow. Okay. Humanoid. Um, oh, man. Organic is an option. Organic and fleshy are both options. My mech is humanoid... Vintage is tempting. Let's go with vintage. And... A workhorse. Cool. This new world has each player choose once chooses one. We only have one player, so I will choose. It's a pretty extensive list. There's some interesting choices. Overgrown ruins is interesting. Evidence of past wars is interesting. Um, giant fungi. I do like giant fungi. Um, dangerous wildlife. Now. Is that wildlife that is dangerous to a mech? Because that is a lot. Those are big boys. I'm going to go with dangerous wildlife. Cool. Alright, so now we take turns asking questions. Um, how many options are there here? 
1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 20 options. So there's D20. Um, hmm, interesting. Um, I am going to roll a D20 to determine a random starting point in the list, and then I'll just work through it. Okay, so I got 13. So that's 1, 2, 3. Tell me about your most prized position. Um, you know, I will say here that it would be interesting to have the scene set as to how these questions are being prompted. I think it might be that you're sort of, yeah. I imagine that if you're in a group, you'd probably do this as like a sitting around a campfire sort of situation. Maybe out of supplies. It would be interesting to have a little bit more of a framing device. It just sort of chucks you in yeah, hmm. A bit of a framing device to for what context you're asking these questions in would be a bit better. But whatever. Tell me about your most prized possession. I think that I'm going to roleplay this as the mech asking me the question. As if the mech is trying to keep me engaged or entertain me in some way. The best way it knows how. I imagine that it is some kind of machine. <laughs> Thank you, Facebook. Um, I imagine, yeah, that it is some kind of machine. Uh, <sighs> repurposed. So it's this really old mech. Um, and I probably bought it or was given it secondhand. I didn't know I was going to get trapped on this planet, and now I am, and I think maybe it's been retrofitted with like a newer AI in it, but other than that, it's a pretty old machine, and so yeah, I think it's trying to keep me occupied, and my thoughts in happy places, so Mech asked me what my most prized possession is. Have a tendency to try and inject a lot of narrative into these situations and like describe the scene or whatever but I'm just gonna try and just talk about like raw impulse prize possession I think that my most prized possession as links the marooned uh, space traveler um, I think that my most prized possession is a it's a bracelet uh, and it's got a little uh, metal book on it um, sort of open it up and it projects like a image of like a more of like a poetry collection, I suppose. We'll go with that. Um, it's kind of an old thing. They weren't originally bracelets, but are just ways of storing like artistic collections and things for new space travelers. And then they sort of fell out of fashion. And you know, I ended up with one on the bracelet, I suppose. Yeah. Tell me about something you've never told anyone. 
Well, that's a much heavier question, robot. You, you're just sort of jumping all around the place, aren't you? Something you've never told s someone. Something I've never told someone. Um. I am terrified of dying alone and feeling like my life didn't mean anything. It doesn't have to have like a huge impact. I'm not trying to change the world, but you know, I'm sort of terrified of not having friends because it kind of seems like the whole point of being a human is having friends. Tell me if about your favorite spot to be alone here. Oh, on this horrible planet with its terrifying wildlife that try to tear apart your mech? Um, look, I mean... I think my favorite place to be alone here was... It's like... Well, it's not one place, but whenever we find like a little pond or a lake or something like inside a grouping of trees. Like it's not really a lake, but like a small body of water. Uh, you know, having an opportunity to take a bath of sorts is then because I like being in water and you know that just feels relaxing what's scaring you the most right now probably the fact that we're running out of supplies The mech's not charging as thoroughly as it was previously. We're not holding a charge as much. I don't know how to fix it. It's getting colder, like a lot colder. Yeah. Probably coming into some kind of winter. But that winter's coming a lot faster than you would expect, based on yada, 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 bunch of science stuff. I don't know. I'm worried about that. And I don't know how it's going to go. But, you know, thanks for asking a really depressing question, robot. Tell me about the death you thought you'd have. No, we're skipping that. I'm vetoing you asking me questions about how I'm dying. Next question. Tell me about why you love us. Tell me about why you love me is probably what you mean. That's a little worrying that you made that error. I love that you are rugged and dependable and 
a weird chatterbox for a machine that can only communicate through text. And if I'm being honest, I love that you've kept me alive this long. But also that you are here with me and that we have built a really weird friendship alone here. Tell me about the best day you've had here. Best day that I've had here. I would have to say when we finally got out of that horrible ashland desert and came to that ocean. Uh, that weirdly shallow ocean. That was the best day. Seeing it as we came across the horizon, seeing it appear on the scopes, the readouts for it. Very intensely salty, shallow, dead ocean. But, you know, an ocean. A nice difference to horrible clogging ash sands. Just a break from that monotony. And then finding later that day the forest. And it really felt like everything was sort of turning for the better. And then we get attacked. But you know, mostly came out of that with food. So that was good. Giant weird bug lizard thing. Yeah, I think that was it. Cause we got food and yeah. And, you know, it was just uh, very nice to not be in horrible... I cannot stress enough how terrified I was that the whole planet was going to be ash somehow. Or that there would be a volcanic mountain that was impassable. That was the cause of it. Like, we very easily could have chosen the wrong direction to go in. Tell me about my, about your spouse. You know, I've had a few. But uh, the one that meant the most to me. Always encouraging me to try new things and, well that's the wrong way to say it. <coughs> it wasn't encouraging me to try new things, it was more being excited that I wanted to try new things and wanting to go with me and wanting to, I don't know, they were just, they're just so supportive and lovely and they believe in me, you know, they're just a wonderful person, just generally and everything that they do to make me feel loved and, you know, I just really love supporting them and helping them and I love that they do that for me too and the things that we do for each other and <laughs> the way they talk when they're slightly frustrated like when they're proper frustrated it's like oh okay I'm worried that I'm 
they're gonna be mad at me. But when when they're like slightly frustrated, they make all these little squeaks and I don't know. It's a very cute way of expressing I am frustrated. <laughs> the reason I left like the reason I left was cause money. Like I thought that this was gonna be a good job and then the ship crashed here and now we're stuck here forever. You know, who knew? Fucking one in a million chance of wormhole anomaly, here we are. But the reason I left was that, you know, we weren't making enough money and we needed money and as much as I hated it, it this was the best thing and that's a lie, that's all a lie. Like, yeah, the money was nice. The reason I left, truthfully, it was the opportunity to explore space. And wow, did that go well. Your children? I don't have any children. I purposefully don't have any children. How you wanted this to go? You want me to tell you? I mean, how I wanted this to go is I wanted to find some wonderful new place for humanity to live. I wanted to be amongst those great explorers, you know, set up a new home for humanity. Find some world that was uninhabitable to life, that was never going to support life on its own, and then give it the nudge it needed to become a place where human beings could live. But instead, well, I mean, I found somewhere where humans definitely can't live, where we'll never be allowed to live. But, uh, yeah, here we are. Yeah, I just wanted to be... I wanted to be out there, discovering new things and seeing things that no one had ever seen before. Or at the very least that I hadn't seen before. And now I'm trapped here. What you regret. I think it would be very easy to say that I regret getting stranded here, but I mean, what I really regret is I feel like I didn't say I love you enough. I didn't show people that I love them enough. And I think even more so than that, I mean, if we get down to it, I think maybe I didn't take enough risks with my heart, you know? Emotional wounds, well, not even, that's not quite what I want to say, but like, the hurt that you feel from telling someone that, you're, that you love them, and then them being like, no, I don't love you, or, you know, trying to open up to someone and be like, hey, I think maybe we could have something, have a romance here. I think that the fear from that is, did you hear that? No, the, the sound, the, the, thought I heard something. What was I talking about? Oh, regret, right, yeah, no, I mean, mostly I just regret not taking enough risk with my, with my heart, you know, being reserved, being worried about being hurt instead of being worried about not having shown people that I love them, you know? Now I'm trapped here, and I don't know, I feel like maybe I could have been more to more people if I had been more willing to be open, you know? I don't know. We live a lot of our life in fear. 
and then we die on a random alien planet. So, you know, whatever. That's what I really regret. The first moonrise you saw here, I mean, I think that was like two weeks into our stay. It was just before or after. It must have been before because I remember the moon coming up over like an empty plane and it must have been before we reached the ocean sea whatever lake yeah there was um that haze and then the moon sort of finally came out of nowhere very slow orbit weird orbit eccentric they say in astronomy it was beautiful and it sort of hung there for ages ages and ages rotates faster than most see all the sides of it in one night what was that noise? I swear I keep hearing something. Yeah. Anyway. A weird moon. Sort of blue and yellow, I suppose. A lot of animal shapes. about why you hate me I don't hate you why do you think I hate you I don't hate you because your power's failing that's not your fault no I don't hate you I don't know why you think I hate you <laughs> I'm laughing because it is ridiculous that I would hate you after everything that you've done I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you I can't fight those giant things I can't walk across an ash desert I can't convert salt water into drinkable water the whole thing. I wouldn't be alive now if it wasn't for you. No, I don't. I don't blame you. It's not your fault. You've done an excellent job of protecting me. What you dreamed last night. I can't remember the last dream I had. I don't even know if I had one last night, but I have definitely had nightmares, I suppose. I don't really want to talk about it. The most scared I've been. Why would I want to talk about that? <laughs> Next question. Tell me about why you loved me. What an odd question after this weird inquiry. I love you for a whole bunch of practical reasons. And a bunch of impractical ones. Because, you know, I've put a lot of work into keeping you running. 
And even before that, I put a lot of work into getting you running in the first place. I mean, I basically got certified as a technician from having taught myself how to repair you. How to fix reactors. How to install pl armored plating. How to attend muscle fiber. Machine muscle fiber, specifically. You know. Sensor repair. Sensor installation. And because you have the fucking weirdest chains of logic. Just, you were just asking me, not a few minutes ago, why I hated you. And now you're asking me why I love you. You are all over the place. You are an erratic AI. An erratic person. More accurately. Tell me about the wound gouged in my chest. Your chest, I suppose. It says my chest. You mean your chest. Because the question is directed at me. Well, I mean, do you not remember? You don't remember. Okay, well, I mean, you got that protecting me a few days ago. From like this big kind of, I mean, I would describe it as a crab chicken, would be the best descriptor. It was ugly as fuck, and uh, it almost tore through the cockpit, but you managed to push it away and break off one of its limbs, and then you used the last of the beam ammo to scare it. Fired off that beam cannon and it ran off. And I was extremely grateful. And I think you should be proud of it. Because, you know, chicks dig scars. Maybe we'll find a nice mech tomorrow and you can hit on them. Well, you know, like flirt with them. Look, I think you got game. No, I do. I genuinely do. I think. Once, once they see past the fact that you can only communicate in text streams and data bursts and don't have any means of vocalizing, uh, I think that they will, uh, I think that you'll have a chance. Look, I will be your wingman. I will assist. Once all questions have been asked, the servos in your mech start to whir wearily and a chill begins to seep through your poorly soldered carapace. The player should take one or two sentences to describe what occurs to them next. Who do you sleep next to or against? What is the last thing you notice before you power down? What are the feelings that overwhelm you? Tell each other good night and end the game. I think that what happens is that Lynx and their mech are sort of laying there with the cockpit open. Lynx is in the cockpit, the pilot, the marooned person. They're laying there in the cockpit and there's uh, the moon rotating overhead. And I think that noise catches up to them. Mm -hmm. 
and I think some kind of snake thing. Uh, starts to strangle the mech as the power readout flashes zero. Yeah. And I think the pilot, I think Lynx says goodbye as they press our self-destruct button on the mech. Hmm. Yeah. An interesting game. Um, I actually really like this. I think it's a really cool format. I think it's not great for single player. It does work, but uh, it kind of is hard. Um, I had fun trying to frame it though, and also trying to tell the story and answer the questions. I hope that you like the weird sort of framing device I came up with, with the mech being like this text chat thing. Um, I don't know, I thought that was an interesting bit of world building in the moment, so that was cool. Uh, a fun play experience. I think that this works better with more than one person though, to be honest. And in fact, I think it would work better with four people. Uh, I think it would work fantastically with more than four people, actually. I think it could probably go up to seven or eight, but you might need more... Uh, uh, you know what? Seven or eight is probably too many. I think five. I think this could work with five. More than that, you probably lose the sense of being stranded. Um, but four is good. I think three is good as well. Uh, two would be a bit weird. I think you could get into like an antagonistic rhythm there pretty easily. But it might work. Um, oh, why am I yawning? Um, I think it could use a bit of a better framing device at the beginning, like after you've made all those choices, and then it's like take turns asking. It doesn't even say take turns. Like it says take turns asking questions before that, I think. Yeah, it says we're going to be taking turns asking questions. Then it asks you to generate a bunch of information about the characters and stuff, and then you sort of jump into it. Um, with these prompts, I think maybe they could use a bit more like telling you where you are in the moment. Like, where are we that we're having this discussion? Are we around a campfire? Yeah. Um, or some equivalent? Like, are we walking? Um, even if it asked you what you're doing, uh, would be good. But not terrible. I think it's a good game. I think it would be fun. Um, a couple of more prompts could be good. Um, yeah, I really like it. I think it needs a bit more development, but other than that, I think it's good. Um, the use of ASCII art is interesting. They've got ASCII art at the end of the game too. Oh no, 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 they have ASCII art sort of in the middle here, and I think it's more of an image of a sky. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh yeah, and there's a moon. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, good. Yeah, those are sort of my main thoughts about it. It's a, it is technically playable with one person, but I think it is harder to play with one person. And I think that that's kind of an important thing to talk about with um, a lot of these, with a bunch of the games in the Emotional Mecha Game Jam. Well, a bunch, several. Um, the solo player modes feel like afterthoughts. Um, I would even say that in Live, Love, Die, Remember, my own game that was entered into this game jam, 
more of a design uh, thought, more of the design process could have gone into making sure that the single player version of it was robust. Um, similarly, I think this one kind of is harder to play in solo. Uh, but, you know, still good. Still overall a good game. I really like it. I think it's got bare bones. I think it needs a bit more development. Like, um, like as I imagine, The Falling Rain. Is that it? As I remember The Falling Rain? The Falling Rain one. Similarly to this. Yeah, there's there's just something that's missing. Um, I think for me, though, it was really just the lack of a clear framing for this scene where we're share, prompting each other to talk about the past. I think... I think maybe putting the machine is failing part before that is good would work, would help bring you into why you're talking about this, you're passing the time it's the last night that you're gonna have I think maybe front loading that a little bit better would be good I think they, like they talk about how you're not gonna make it out of their night alive pretty much but I think, yeah, they could have done a bit more about that and they could have had like some kind of line right before the thing about telling where you ask them to tell you about stuff the way that they've done the table is interesting for that i can't really describe that to you but um they've sort of got half of the sentence and then the second half so it, the first uh, the the title of the ta table is basically tell me about and then the list of options are all things that you tack on to that because you're meant to be asking other people to tell you about stuff. So that's, I mean, that's kind of another way that it sort of feels like the single player version is an afterthought. But, I mean, I don't, I don't, I feel like that is a bit nitpicky, to be honest. I think it's a very cool concept for a game. Um, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I liked it. I enjoyed telling that little story. Um, it was interesting sort of imagining a mech pilot that's not a soldier um, so that was cool uh, also interesting that none of the options for generating like why you're here is soldier the closest I guess invaders invaders is probably that's actually a very good point invaders is soldiers I didn't think about that but invaders is soldiers <laughs> uh yeah, well, I mean, that says something that I completely overlooked that. There's an argument for colonists is also soldiers. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I hope that you liked it too. Uh, I don't have the name of the person that made this game handy, but it's called Stories to Tell. Um, you can probably find it on itch. Uh... I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Solo. For now, uh, farewell from the past. I'm Ray.